Oh man, they ruined a podcast I just did with Cody Sanchez. I think that means I should maybe do a podcast. Cody Sanchez. On Instagram. Four ways to structure a deal. Option one, milestones. I'm going to buy your business for X if X happens. If not, I'll decrease the price. Option two, earnouts. I'll buy the business for 100K from you if you do XYZ in the business. If you don't, I'll decrease the price. Number three, non-competes. I'm going to buy your business for 100K if you don't compete with me for the next three to five years. If you do, I'm going to pull back. Four, transitions. I'm going to buy the business from you for 100K as long as you work in the business for X amount of time doing X amount of things now you know more than 99 percent of the population on deal making and structuring want an mba and how to buy a business in 60 seconds four ways to structure a deal option one milestones i'm gonna buy your business for x if x happens if not i'll decrease the price option two earnouts i'll buy the business for 100k from you if you do xyz in the business if you don't i'll decrease the price number three non-competes i'm going to buy your business for 100k if you don't compete with me for the next three to five years if you do i'm going to pull back four transitions i'm going to buy the business from you for 100k as long as you work in the business for X amount of time doing X amount of things. Now you know more than 99% of the population on deal making and structuring. Want an MBA and how to buy a business in 60 uh, seconds? Four ways to structure uh, a deal. Option one, milestones. I'm going to buy your business for X if X happens. If not, I'll decrease the price. Option two, earnouts. I'll buy the business for 100K from you if you do XYZ in the business. If you don't, I'll decrease the price. Number three, non-competes. I'm going to buy your business for 100K if you don't compete with me for the next three to five years. If you do, I'm going to pull back. Four, transitions. I'm going to buy the business from you for 100K as long as you work in the business for X amount of time. One job is to find your fire yourself in as many roles as you what can. What book am I reading right now and why? I don't know about you, but at the end of the day, sometimes I'm just, I'm wrung dry like a towel that is squeezed to its max capacity. And I literally can't cram any more business nonsense into my head. I love smutty vampire fairy <laughs> nonsense. And then I pair that with something like the wisdom of the bullfrog. And so at the end of the day, I'm not ice bathing, I'm not saunaing, I'm not doing the 472 things you're supposed to be doing, biohacking, while listening to podcasts at two and a half X. I'm actually just like, I'm reading about vampires and I'm chilling until I get out it again the next day at 5 30 or 6 in the morning what book am i reading right now and why i don't know about you but at the end of the day sometimes i'm just i'm wrung dry like a towel that is squeezed to its max capacity and i literally can't cram any more business nonsense into my head i love smutty vampire fairy nonsense and then i pair that with something like the wisdom of the bullfrog and so at the end of the day i'm not ice bathing i'm not saunaing i'm not doing the 472 things you're supposed to be doing biohacking while listening to podcasts at two and a half x i'm actually just like three businesses i would never buy number one restaurants they ain't for making money the numbers don't lie the average small business in the u.s sells for around 800k the average restaurant 198k because 60 percent fail in the first year 80 percent after four Number two, hotels. Hotels are not businesses. They're real estate with a lot of parts masquerading as a business. Think about these things. They're expensive to run, and they're the only place where you... Everybody always asks me, like, what's the best sector to buy? How do you make your small business owner? You're not... You need the easiest money. You want to... What? Please, what? There's... I think... It's hard to beat if you're. Life to a lot is too them. fucking short to play somebody else's game. Please. Mm-hmm. How did some? 
What three businesses I would never buy? Number one, restaurants. They aim for making money. The numbers don't lie. The average small business in the U.S. sells for around 800K. The average restaurant, 198K. Because 60% fail in the first year, 80% after four. Number two, hotels. Hotels are not businesses. They're real estate with a lot of parts masquerading as a business. Think about these things. They're expensive to run, and they're the only place where your customers require your help 24-7. Then we've got retail storefronts. Those businesses, high rent, decreasing user base. You buy a season ahead and have to sell afterwards and collect later. It's not a great business. Three businesses I would never buy. Number one, restaurants. Morning, I will bully every one of you into doing deals, lifting heavyweights, committing to a partner, reading books, and building something. started creating content online. They were like, if you really had companies that made $80 million in revenue, why would you be making Instagrams and TikToks? And that doesn't make much sense, right? And my reaction at the time was, I think we should make it just as entertaining talking about stuff that makes us money as we do stuff that costs us money. My favorite deals to break down are the celebrity deals. They're fascinating. If you go to The Rock's Instagram, I want you to count how many pieces of content have product placement in them of companies he owns. And the answer is close to 80%. So almost every single post The Rock does is an ad. But what do we really see? We see sexy tequila. We see abs. We see he with this beautiful wife. We see these other things, but we don't realize that every single one of them is an ad. And so what if we could flip that around? Like, wouldn't it be cool if The Rock talked about the deals he did too and how he did that? But I think even for celebrities, they don't want to talk about the deals that they did. They just want to talk about all the money that they have. People made fun of me when I started creating content online. They were like, if you really had companies that made $80 million in revenue, why would you be making Instagrams and TikToks? And that doesn't make much sense, right? And my reaction at the time was... This is how we do it. Entrepreneurship is hard. You'll lose money and save the time to get sued and stores. But working in 95 is hard. You'll be underpaid, not promoted, under challenge. Take boxes, all of it's hard to choose you. Jobs are like underrated. Choose you hard. Jobs are like underrated MBAs, especially right out of college. Let me show you why. The average MBA costs you $108,000 and takes about two years. The average job for somebody who doesn't have an MBA pays you $44K a year. Times two years equals $88,000. If you go and get an MBA, you're missing out on those 44K a year plus the 108K, which is $196,000. How long will it take you to make up this $196,000? Well, the difference between somebody who has an MBA and who just has a college degree, this person makes on average 69K a year while this person makes 44K a year. So there is a 25K a year difference. This 196K, if you divide it into 25K, it'll take you seven point eight years to make your money back on your MBA. That's why more and more I don't believe in MBAs by and large. The numbers don't lie. Jobs are like underrated MBAs, especially right out of college. Let me show you why. The average MBA costs you $108,000 and takes about MBA. two years. The average job for somebody who doesn't yeah. have an MBA pays you $44K a year. I never took advice from someone who hasn't achieved seeing their advising about incredibly underrated hat. Eb Homes Plumbing. The company did five to six million dollars in revenue. Uncle Eb got the phone call that nobody wants to get. Cancer. He goes home, talks to his wife, 
And he's like, I want to spend not one more minute in the business. So this business that did five to six million dollars in revenue and two to three million dollars in profit, what do you think he did with that business? He closed it down. He didn't sell that business. He didn't know he had an asset that was worth six, nine, twelve million dollars. This happens every single day. Eb Homes Plumbing. The company did five to six million dollars in revenue. Uncle Eb got the phone call that nobody wants to get. Cancer. He goes home, talks to his wife. And he's like, I want to spend not one more minute in the business. So this business that did five to six million dollars in revenue and two to three million dollars in profit, what do you think he did with that business? He closed it down. He didn't sell that business. He didn't know he had an asset that was worth six, nine, twelve million dollars. This happens every single day. Ab Homes Plumbing. The company did five to six million dollars in revenue. Takes years to figure out what you want in life. Once you do, don't let anyone talk you out of it. They will try. That's the part about entrepreneurship that nobody tells you. It's going to be harder than you could ever imagine. And the only way it becomes worth it is if you push through that impossible hard. My dad has the best line about entrepreneurship. He goes, you're not really in the game if at some point you aren't sitting in the dead of the night, head held in your hands, in the dark, wondering, what the hell do I do next? That's the part about entrepreneurship that nobody mm. tells you. It's going to be harder than you could ever imagine and the only way it becomes worth it is if you push through that impossible hard my dad unpopular opinion the biggest change in wealth happened for me when i realized a million dollars is not a lot of money <laughs> be the type of person who reaches out to others when you don't need something which you are, you'll spend your life unhappy and unsuccessful. There are two types of workers, jobs versus eiger, or starters versus maintainers. Let me explain. Starters go from zero to one. You come up with crazy ideas and get bored with them the second that they stabilize. You're the kind of person who stays in a job for a year or so, gets antsy, and moves on to something else. Then there are maintainers. You like to take something that is working and make it work better, faster, more efficient. You keep the train on the tracks and on schedule. You stay in a job for five plus years. Now, Steve Jobs was a classic starter. Bob Iger of Disney is a maintainer. Both are super rich. The secret is, if you want to be successful, you need to partner up with someone who is the opposite of you. Both become very rich by not confusing who they are. I am a starter. Chris, my partner in CT, is a maintainer. I start the businesses. Chris runs them. Chris is a real operator and needs me to go hit the next crazy idea. Define yourself to unleash yourself. That's the idea. If you don't know what you are, you'll spend your life unhappy and unsuccessful. There are two types of workers. Jobs versus Iger. Or starters versus maintainers. Let me explain. Starters go from zero. Everyone is just an iteration of somebody else to a degree. The most lasting media company gives things away and makes people feel something. For instance, Mr. Beast is just stealing Oprah's playbook and getting billions of views from it. Today ah! is your be the king of giveaways and surprises but oprah used to give away cards vacations and more on her show creating unforgettable moments and now mr beast is doing the same thing on youtube just in his own way coincidence maybe but i think not the lesson everyone's just a copy of someone else everyone is just an iteration of somebody else to a degree the most lasting media company gives things away and makes people feel something for instance, Mr. Beast is just stealing Oprah's playbook and getting billions of views from it. Today ah! is your lucky day. Ah! Oh, I just won this year! 
might just be the king of giveaways and surprises, but Oprah used to give away cars, vacations, and more on her. My friend became a billionaire with this simple idea. This is Andrew. He owns Tiny Capital, but he's not just your average investor. He had a brilliant and kind of stupid simple idea, and I'm going to call it Venture Zombie Investing. Venture capitalists invest billions and billions of dollars a year trying to find the next Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos. Turns out there's not very many of them. There's only a thousand unicorns or billion-dollar companies in the world, which means each year tens of millions of companies take a bunch of cash from people like Andrew, and they burn it. Some of these companies never make much of anything, like Sofia Amorosa's Girl Boss. It raised three mil, but never gets big enough to outgrow its valuation of 13 million. So the company can continue zombieing until they run out of cash, or Andrew steps in. He does what's called a cap table swipe, where he gets rid of old investors, buys the companies for pennies on the dollar, gives them a chance to potentially earn back their money if he runs it. Win, win, win. Andrew's been compared to the Warren Buffett of our generation. I can see why, and it might be why it's worth a billion dollars now. My friend became a billionaire with this simple idea. This is Andrew. He owns Tiny Capital, but he's not just your average investor. He had a brilliant and kind of stupid simple idea, and I'm going to call it venture zombie investing. Venture capitalists invest billions and billions of dollars a year trying to find the next Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos. Turns out there's not very many of them. There's only a thousand unicorns or billion dollar companies in the world, which means each year tens of millions of companies take a bunch of cash from people like Andrew and they burn it. Some of these companies never make much of anything, like Sofia Amorosa's girl boss. It raised three mil, but never gets big enough to outgrow its valuation of 13 million. So the company can continue zombieing until they run out of cash, or Andrew steps in. He does what's called a cap table swipe, where he gets rid of old investors, buys the companies for pennies on the dollar, gives them a chance to potentially earn back their money if he runs it. Win, win, win. Andrew's been compared to the Warren Buffett of our generation. I can see why, and it might be why it's worth a billion dollars now. My friend became a billionaire with this simple idea. This is Andrew. He owns Tiny Capital. Send me your courage, I'll show you your health. Send me your books, I'll show you your goals. Send me your talent, I'll show you your priorities. Send me your friends, I'll show you your future. person I really want to talk to in business, Warren Buffett. He and one of his employees have this quote that I've become obsessed with. When you buy a dog, don't do the barking for it. The number one reason most people are miserable in their businesses and in their lives is because they do the barking for their people. You do the work for your employees. You do low-level tasks that you never should. Warren Buffett is worth $113 billion, and I'm not because he it's a bunch of dogs, and he lets them do the barking. The only person I really want to talk to in business, Warren Buffett. He and one of his employees have this quote that I've become obsessed with. Me too. Well.
How could you achieve that goal in six months? What would be something so big that the goal that was going to take you three to six years is now going to take you six months? And I want you to spend some time on that. Spend a weekend deeply thinking about that idea. Because what you're going to do is you're going to come up with ideas, the business risk that's super smart, but you haven't been wanting to take it. And I think most people, they wade in the shallows of life and you cannot have massive change by going shallow. I think they know deep down inside, but they get scared just like I did. So they wait years to do the thing that they knew they should have done earlier. I think you've got to break your frame and say, I'm super capable. If I was going to do this crazy thing in six months, if anything was possible, if I really believed in myself, what could I do? Who could I go to that could make an unfair advantage for me? You have a three-year goal, break the frame. How could you achieve that goal in six months? What would be something so big that the goal that was going to take you three to six years is now going to take you six months? And I want you to spend some time on that. Spend a weekend deeply thinking about that idea. Because what you're going to do is you're going to come up with ideas, the business risk that's super smart, but you haven't been wanting to take it. And I think most people, they wade in the shallows of life and you cannot have massive change by going shallow. I think they know deep down inside, but they get scared just like I did. So they wait years to do the thing that they knew they should have done earlier. I think you've got to break your frame and say, I'm super capable. If I was going to do this crazy thing in six months, if anything was possible, if I really believed in myself, what could I do? Who could I go to that could make an unfair advantage for me? You have a three-year goal, break the frame. going to take you three to six years is now going to take you six months. And I want you to spend some time on that. Spend a weekend deeply thinking about that idea. Because what you're going to do is you're going to come up with ideas. This is how you decide what a business is worth. This RV park makes $158,000 a year. Over here in the deal calculator, you see we put the offer price. So I'm saying three times the annual profit. I'm putting that as our offer price. So $474,000. A down payment of 50K gets us a loan of 424 at about 8%. That means I owe every month four thousand bucks on this deal for my loan payment now how much money do i take in monthly about 42k a month on average next i go to expenses how much do i have to pay well it looks like about 14,952 a month in expenses plus the loan payment at an eight percent rate is about 19k all in a month that means i take home 23,985 dollars a year cool thing is you can look over to the right hand side and you basically see year one what is my initial return on investment these numbers look super super high let me tell you why i might not do this deal because when i look at this deal this isn't enough information every type of business has a core metric that you need to know this is the 20 percent that drives 80 percent of the return when it comes to rv parks it's things like cost of the land occupancy rate churn of those occupants, average price, and also how much variability do they have in costs. This deal, fascinating, but I'm not sure I do it with these numbers. I'd want way more detail. You can use this deal calculator if you like it. Click the link in the bio and it's free for you to play around with. This is how you decide what a business is worth. This RV park makes $158,000 a year. Over here in the deal calculator, you see we put the offer price. So I'm saying three times the annual profit. I'm putting that as our offer price. So $474,000. A down payment of 50K gets us a loan of 424 at about 8%. That means I owe every month 4,000 bucks on this deal for my loan payment. Yeah. Now, how much money do I take yeah. in monthly? About 42K a month on average. Next, I go to expenses. How much do I have to pay? Well, it looks like about 14,952 a month in expenses plus the loan payment at an 8% rate is about 19K all in a month. That means I take home 23,985 dollars a year cool thing is you can look over to the right hand side and you basically see year one what is my initial return on 
on investment. These numbers look super, super high. Let me tell you why I, Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine built a brand so strong they were able to sell $300 headphones during the 2008 crash and made $2.4 billion selling it. But what's different than what most celebs did is a couple of things. They had a surprisingly unbeatable strategy. See what I did there? First, they asked themselves, what is everyone else doing? How can we do the opposite of all the rest? The next question was, what is happening all around us that's cool but also annoying? Cool equals music now being listened to everywhere. Annoying equals these things. Old school, shitty, tangly headphones. So they came with a business idea that the best artists of this generation were getting reduced to $1 plastic earbuds. They hit up all the big names in the music industry. Then they got those artists amped up about a new way to hear their genius and got into their music videos. This helped Beats become a status symbol to a whole generation. Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine built a brand so strong they were able to sell $300 headphones during the 2008 crash and made $2.4 billion selling it. But what's different than what most celebs did is a couple of things. They had a surprisingly unbeatable strategy. See what I did there? First, they asked themselves, what is everyone else doing? How can we do the opposite of all the rest? The next question was, what is happening all around us that's cool but also annoying? Cool equals music now being listened to everywhere. Annoying equals these things. Old school shitty. I'm not interested in clean-shaven boys with suits and ties and standard jobs giving me men with dirt under, under their fingernails, desperate dreams, wrinkled skin from too much sun and eyes too hard from the things I've seen these those are the builders. How do I become friends with billionaires? Because they watch my weird content on laundromats and car washes and they see something. So creating content is a way for you to have unfair access. If we truly believe that money is power, I think the way you get money is usually people, which is like a theme we've kept coming back to. Most people on the internet try to explain how smart they are. What I hope to express is like, I'm not that smart. I just found people. And I, and I think we can all do that. How do I become friends with billionaires? Because they watch my weird... What are the three things you need in order to value a small business? First, profit and loss statement. How much money is coming in? How much money is going out? I care about net income, how much money you make that goes in your actual pocket. Two is tax returns. You want to match up what the owner says they make, aka their P&L, with what they pay the tax man. Because guess what? They're probably not overpaying the IRS. So you know at least that business makes what they said that they make. Third, understanding of the market. What do these things trade at? Small businesses typically trade at anywhere from two to let's say six X profits. So if your small business has 100K in profits, you should be buying it for 200 to 600K. With those three things, you're about 80% to where you need to be to know how to value broadly a small business. The devil in the detail is the 20%. If you click the link in bio, we'll give you more information on how to get there. What are the three things you need in order to value a small business? First, profit and loss statement. How much money is coming in? How much money is going out? I care about net income, how much money you make that goes in your actual pocket. Two is tax returns. You want to match up what the owner says they make, aka their P&L, with what they pay the tax man. Because guess what? They're probably not overpaying the IRS. So you know at least that business makes what they said that they make. Third, understanding of the market. What do these things trade at? Small businesses typically trade at anywhere from two to let's say six X profits. So if your small business has 100K in profits, you should be buying it for 200 to 600K. With those three things, you're about 80% to where you need to be to know how to... Oh, the devil in the detail is the 20%. If you click the link in bio, we'll give you more information on how to get there. What are the three things you need in order to value a small business? Do you want to know why a bunch of military men are so much more successful than, say, the everyman? It's because they become...
schedule used to vary wildly. I wanted to do this, I wanted to do that, I wanted to have spontaneity. And then I realized by watching my husband, he does the same thing every day, every chance he gets. It's called removing low-level decision fatigue. And so instead of deciding, well, today I'm going to work out at 12, and tomorrow I'm going to do it at 7, he's like, every morning, 7.30, I go and work out no matter what. Removing those small decisions allows you to open up the big decisions. My daily schedule today now looks like I get up at 6 every single morning, I go work out at 7, 7.30, I hit work from 8.15 to 8.30. The more I can keep my day simple, the easier it becomes all the deviations in life. Lots of people say, I don't want the routine to be the same every single day, but what you find out is that if you keep the exceptions, the exceptions, living by the rule opens up massive freedom. Do you want to know why a bunch of military men are so much more successful than, say, the everyman? It's because they've become so used to routine. My daily schedule used to vary wildly. I wanted to do this, I wanted to do that, I wanted to have spontaneity. And then I realized by watching my husband, he does the same thing every day. Today is a day that has gone down in infamy. September 11th. A pall of smoke is all that's left. Yet, we are not easily killed in this country. Since that day, $657 million was donated just three weeks following. 22 million immigrants welcomed since. The stock market up 332%. 30-plus million jobs created. 88 million-plus babies born since. The American dream is still alive because of those who fought from this day forward. Today yeah, is a day that has gone job. down in infamy. September 11th. A pall of smoke is all that's left. Yet, inside job. Two words, inside job. Welcome since. The stock market up 332%. 30 plus million jobs created. 88 million plus babies born since. The American dream is still alive because of those who fought from this day forward. Today is a day that has gone down in infamy. Have you ever wondered why people throw all of these conferences you see all over the internet? Let's break down a conference. This one's called FinCon by Philip Taylor, who makes about $1.6 million a year based on public data, with 3,000 attendees talking to personal finance creators. Here's Philip's secret formula so you can steal his homework. The first is an optimal location. He took a map of 100 personal finance bloggers he knew and plotted his center point on the map and selected the nearest big city. Second, keynote speaker. You really just need one big name. Once you have that, you can largely get the other speakers for free. Three, never pay up front. You pre-sell before you start spending. Conferences have a ton of underlying logistical costs or free tickets for work. Interns are going to be your friend. They get to come, they get to work for free. What could you make a conference on? 
is a question. Maybe comment below and I'll tell you guys my feedback on your favorite conference ideas. Have you ever wondered why people throw all of these conferences you see all over the internet? Let's break down a conference. This one's called FinCon by Philip Taylor, who makes about 1.6 million a year based on public data with 3,000 attendees talking to personal finance creators. Here's Philip's secret formula so you can steal his homework. The first is an optimal location. He took a map of 100 personal finance bloggers he knew and plotted his center point on the map and selected the nearest big city. Second, keynote speaker. You really just need one big name. Once you have that, you can largely get the other speakers for free. Three, never pay up front. You pre-sell before you start spending. Conferences have a ton of underlying logistical costs. Four, free tickets for work. Interns are going to be your friend. They get to come, they get to work for free. What could you make a conference on is a question. Maybe comment below and I'll tell you guys my feedback on your Let's favorite see. comments ideas. Have you ever wondered why people... What's the uh, comments? How to raise children and become entrepreneurs. How to play the IRS game like wealthy do. Legally, brilliant last line that comment. Your convention ideas and I'll give you feedback. You're offering value while getting people to interact with your video and generating your own list of convention ideas. That is why you're the GOATS. Women, wealth, and wellness. Let's see, that's what I put. Half women in or women in politics, half women in Congress now. How to play the IRS oh no. Uh, the nearest big city. Second, keynote speaker. You really just need one big name. Once you have that, you can largely get the others. You're a billionaire. What do you think the secret is? How do you become that? And he said there's really one ingredient to success, me. and that ingredient is the thing that everybody has, but everybody wastes. <laughs> He's like, I ran my company for 61 years. He goes, can you imagine what the compounding looks like in 61 years focused on one thing? He goes, this generation cannot imagine. You're a billionaire. What do you think the secret is? How do you become that? And he said there's really Jeffrey one Kent. ingredient to success. And that ingredient is the thing that everybody has, but everybody wastes. Time. He's like, I ran my company for 61 years. He goes, can you imagine what the compounding looks like in 61 years focused on one thing? He goes, this generation cannot imagine. You're a billionaire. What do you think the secret is? Yeah. Check my bank account and realize you're going to come to me without working ever again for the rest of my life. Some of the comments on here are pretty funny. Death is my retirement plan. I'm fine. <laughs> I can last until next Sunday. The problem is, it's not actually that funny. I had no idea these three statistics of how bad it is in the U.S. right now. First, I went and looked at, well, how much are we saving as Americans? And it turns out there are 81 countries that have a better savings rate than we do, including... Azerbaijan. That seems like a problem. The second thing I looked up was how much do we have in total savings? The number looked pretty good. $65,100. Not bad. The problem is you guys are smart and you know that average is a dumb number to use. We want median, more representative of more humans as opposed to the really rich ones. And the median savings in the U.S. is $5,300. Not great. Especially not great when we think about the fact that most Americans, 56%, cannot afford a $1,000 emergency medical bill. There's something broken in this country if humans in this wealth of a nation that we have cannot take care of a thousand bucks. This is what we're trying to change. 21 truths that will make you more money than any business. 
Repression. Okay, if <clears throat> no one thinks you're crazy, you're too late. Painkillers as vitamins. Painkillers versus vitamins. You make more money selling a need than a desire. Take no risk is to let inflation nibble at your money until it disappears. The maker isn't saturated, your business just sucks. The market isn't saturated, your business just sucks. <coughs> In the near future, buying and selling businesses will be as common as buying and selling houses. People don't care what you're doing unless you answer their real question, what's in it for me? Want to know interesting people? Be more interesting yourself. Never discount. Um, compete on value, not price. The right relationships meet demand, not attempt to create it. You know, the right relationships are better leveraged than money. Your product should meet demand, not attempt to create it. Technology will eat boring businesses. Your price isn't too high, your perceived value is too low. Growth is a small things magnified. Prioritize reviews and testimonials. A happy customer is the most powerful marketing. Skin in the game is the only opinion worth hearing. Let's go broke to look wealthy instead of living. Cash poor to become wealthy. Get free value with zero expectations and you'll get 10 times returns down the road. Don't take favors. Give them. It's better to be owed than to owe. Your first million dollars comes faster if you earn before you invest. Leverage, expertise, time. <coughs> Pick one. All you need to make money, leverage expertise, time. Ah, entrepreneurs do get these truths on my wall, but there's no money without action first. If you're ninety thousand hours, Dollar Store, hello. Um.
for listening to Curtis Sanchez. We'll spend at work in our lifetime. Do you really want to be sitting doing something you don't want to do for one out of the three days that you are given here on this earth? Maybe it sounds like I'm being dramatic. I don't know. Maybe I'm not. Whatever you say you are willing to do, don't end your day until you have finished that goal that you have promised to yourself. And you build up this muscle called willpower until you just do the things that you say you are going to do because you are the type of human who finishes things. 90,000 hours. The amount of hours we will spend at work in our lifetime. Do you really want to be sitting doing something you don't want to do for one out of the three days that you are given here on this earth? Maybe it sounds like I'm being dramatic. I don't know. This one statistic is going to lead to generational wealth and everybody's ignoring it. I don't think you should. Over 10,000 boomers retire every day. Eight to 10% of them own a small business. That creates a problem and yet also a massive opportunity. Millennial or Gen Z kids like us want to be YouTube stars. They do not want to take over a plumbing company, even if that company is doing millions of dollars in profits. I capitalized on this by buying 26 boring businesses. There's a seven-step framework that I use to buy these businesses explicitly. Step one, you buy a small business. Step two, you use outside money or seller financing. Step three, you add a website, social reviews. Step four, raise your prices. Step five, add a subscription option. Step six, offer more services to the same exact clients. Step seven, buy a competitor and repeat the cycle. Then you sell your business for two to three X more in three years after following those seven steps. This one statistic is going to lead to generational wealth and everybody's ignoring it. I don't think you should. Over 10,000 boomers retire every day. Eight to 10% of them own a small business. That creates a problem and yet also a massive opportunity. Millennial or Gen Z kids like us want to be YouTube stars. They do not want to take over a plumbing company, even if that company is doing millions of dollars in profits. I capitalized on this by buying 26 boring businesses. There's a seven-step framework that I use to buy these businesses explicitly. Step one, you buy a small business. Step two, you use outside money or seller financing. Step three, you add a website, social reviews. Step four, raise your prices. Step five, add a subscription option. Step six, offer more services to the same exact clients. Step seven, buy a competitor and repeat the cycle. Then you sell your business for two to three. Cody Sanchez. Business tips. Three X more in three years after fall. I think there's an assault on excellence happening in the U.S. <laughs> and the only people that win when your excellence is dimmed are the other people who are grinding. Amateurs want to do what they love, and professionals learn to love what it takes. I think there's an assault on excellence happening in the U.S. and the only people that win when your excellence is dimmed are the other people who are grinding. Amateurs want to do what they love and professionals learn to love what it takes. I think there's an assault on excellence happening in the U.S. and the only people that win when you're... Selena Gomez made 60 mil this year. But it's not from acting or singing. It's actually from her company, Rare Beauty. It's a makeup line she started with a little tweak that we can all learn from. It's her mission. She turned her pain into profit. Selena struggles publicly with mental health. On an only three-page website, she has one page entirely dedicated to her mission. So she's donating 1% of all sales to mental health initiatives. Now, why does this matter? This generation...
that matter to their missions. So if they resonate with your mission, they are more likely to buy your product. And the result, well, it can be huge, maybe even $60 million a year huge. Selena Gomez made 60 mil this year, but it's not from acting or singing. It's actually from her company, Rare Beauty. It's a makeup line she started with a little tweak that we can all learn from. It's her mission. She turned her pain into profit. Selena struggles publicly with mental health. On an only three-page website, she has one page entirely dedicated to her mission. So she's donating 1% of all sales to mental health initiatives. Now, why does this matter? 1%. This generation wants to buy things that matter to their missions. So if they resonate with your mission, they are more likely to buy your product. And the result, well, it can be huge. Maybe even $60 million a year. beauty. It's a makeup line she started with a little tweak that we There's rich men north or rich men Lord knows they all just wanna have total control Wanna yep. know what you think Wanna know what you do yep. I don't think you know But I know that you do Cause your dollar ain't shit And it's taxed to no end Cause the rich men North the rich men I heard this song last week and I felt like this is a song everyone should listen to. That line, the rich men north of Richmond. Do you know what's north of Richmond? D.C. He's speaking to us all about what we feel today, that those building our country are getting taken apart bit by bit to feed the machine of those in power. It's time for all of us to take that power back. We're going to give away eight tickets to go listen to this man in October. All the details below. Politicians, do better. Citizens, make them hear you. And all those in power should realize we're watching. These rich men, North or Richmond, Lord knows they all just want to have total control. Want to yep. know what you think, want to know what you do. Yep. They don't think you know, but I know that you do. Because your dollar ain't shit, and it's taxed to no end. I read the statistic the other day that was fascinating. It goes back to making sure that you're with other people who have been red pill as much as you humanly can. And the reason why is there's a study across 58,000 hours in 11 companies where if you sit within 25 feet of a top performer, your performance increases by 15%. Now, here's the downside. If you sit within 25 feet of a poor performer, your performance suffers by 30%. Actually, really, really matters what you listen to, what company you work for. If you are sitting right now at a company with a bunch of people that you think are not grinding and growing, not only are you upset and you don't like what you're doing and you're not making enough money, but you're actually worse than you could be. I read the statistic the other day that was fascinating. It goes back to making sure that you're with other people who have been red pill as much as you humanly can. And the reason why is there's a study across 58,000 hours in 11 companies where if you sit within 25 feet of a top performer your performance increases by 15% now here's the downside if you sit within 25 feet of a poor performer your performance suffers by 30% actually really really matters what you listen to what company you work for if you are sitting right now at a company with a bunch of people that you think are not grinding and growing not only are you upset and you don't like what you're doing and you're not making everything we were told about crypto has proven to not be true the idea is basically decentralization of ownership or control the government can't be trusted because they inflate our money all the time by printing money and the money machine goes burn true cryptocurrency is supposed to solve it except slight issue here is every single transaction that you
you do is now decentralized, but what else is it? It's noted on the blockchain. You could follow your transactions like cookie crumbs continuously. And if you think the government's not going to try to get its hands on that data to tax every single decision that you make, I think you're crazy. Everything we were told about crypto has proven to not be true. The idea is basically decentralization of ownership or control. machine goes burr. True. Cryptocurrencies. Have you ever wondered why so many people grow their email list? The answer is newsletters, aka fancy email lists, and these things can sell for millions. Check out this research by my friend Matt McGarry. Industry Dive was acquired for $525 million in 10 years. Morning Brew was bought for 75 mil in 5 years. The Hustle was bought for 27 mil plus in 4 years. Milk Road was bought for 7 figures in 10 months. And The Peak was just bought for five mil in three years. Why? Because you can sell all these different things to your newsletter list. You can do events, communities, masterminds, products, courses, speaking. Keep growing your email list. And if you want some free resources on how to get your first 10,000 subs in 30 days, I actually wrote a whole thing on it. You can get that link in the bio. Have you ever wondered why so many people grow their email list? The answer is newsletters, aka fancy email lists, and these things can sell for millions. Check out this research by my friend Matt McGarry. Industry Dive was acquired for $525 million in in 10 years. Morning Brew was bought for 75 mil in five years. The Hustle was bought for 27 million. always safer way to zero. But there is an unlimited upside to earnings. How about this radical idea of just raw unleashing of productivity and growth itself? That's American excellence. Unleashing the inner animal. Unleashing the American economy. We've got it. We've had it for most of our history. It does require people to work hard. I guess if you prefer to get a PPP loan and a payment and a stimulus package and stay at home and play video games in, in your mom's basement, like, is that a real source of happiness? I don't know. It's what we've incentivized people to do in their early 20s over the last year. It goes back to this point where if that's part of unleashing the American animal, what does it mean? It means your wages go up. It means you make more money. I kind of like that. Hardship with a growth-minded end state, right? Yeah. I mean, especially yeah. under the... Exactly. Like under what type of business I would never buy? Dry clean because of this one word called remediation, which basically means that dry cleaners are really toxic. The average dry cleaner in the U.S. gives off about 650 gallons of hazardous waste a year. You have two types of remediation you have to clean up. There's this vapor that comes off your clothes of the dry cleaner, and that's really bad for employees. It could cost you five to $30,000 to fix. As a second type is if it gets into the soil and groundwater. That could cost you half a million to a million plus. You gotta make sure they're boring businesses and not dirty businesses. What type of business are would never buy dry cleaners because of this one word called remediation which basically means that dry cleaners are really tough you have all these expenses around you what if you could turn one or two of those expenses into an asset not a liability thing that makes you money not a thing that costs you money i did a deal where i bought a podcast and video production company and i did that deal basically for zero dollars because i just said i know like five or six other people that could use your service i'm gonna like double your revenue by introducing you to these people i pay you let's say three thousand dollars a month now we'll just going to wipe that out when you're going to give me 25% of the company. That's sort of the pro way to do it. If you're young and hungry, look around you and see what you pay for and what you currently utilize already 
and then try to get a percentage of that business. You have all these expenses around you. What if you could turn one or two of those expenses into an asset, not a liability? A thing that makes you money, not a thing that costs you money. I did a deal where I bought a podcast and video production company. And I did that deal basically for $0 because I just said, I know like five or six other people that could use your service. I'm going to like double your revenue by introducing. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your surroundings. Don't be afraid to leave the place that you were in order to become the person you want to be. Most people will, will not do that. Most people will stay where they are and think that they can become change without being in a changed place. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your surroundings. Don't be afraid to leave the place that you were in order to become the person you want to be. Most people will, will not do that. Most people will stay where they are and think that they can become change without being in a changed place. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your surroundings. Don't be afraid to leave the place that you were in order to become the person you want to be. Most people will, will not do that. Most people will stay where they are and think that they can become change without being in a changed place. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your surroundings. Don't be afraid to leave the place that you were in order to become the person you want to be. Most people will, will not do that. Most people will stay where they are and think that they can become change without being in a changed place. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your surroundings. Don't be afraid to leave the place that you were in order to become the person you want to be. Most people will, will not do that. Most people will stay where they are and think that they can become change without being in a changed place. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your surroundings. Don't be afraid to leave the place that you were in order to become the person you want to be. Most people will, will not do that. Most people will stay where they are and think that they can become change without being in a changed place. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your surroundings. Don't be afraid to leave the place that you were in order to become the person you want to be. Most people will, will not do that. Most people will stay where they are and think that they can become change without being in a changed place. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your surroundings. Don't be afraid to leave the place that you were in order to become the person you want to be. Most people will, will not do that. Most people will stay where they are and think that they can become change without being in a changed place. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your surroundings. Don't be afraid to leave the place that you were in order to become the person you want to be. Most people will, will not do that. Most people will stay where they are and think that they can become change without being in a changed place. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your surroundings. Don't be afraid to leave the place that you were in order to 
become the person you want to be. Most people will, will not do that. Most people will stay where they are and think that they can become change without being in a changed place. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your surroundings. Don't be afraid to leave the place that you were in order to become the person you want to be. Most people will, will not do that. Most people will stay where they are and think that they can become change without being in a changed place. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your surroundings. Don't be afraid to leave the place that you were in order to become the person you want to be. Most people will, will not do that. Most people will stay where they are and think that they can become change without being in a changed place. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your surroundings. Don't be afraid to leave the place that you were in order to become the person you want to be. Most people will, will not do that. Most people will stay where they are and think that they can become change without being in a changed place. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your surroundings. Don't be afraid to leave the place that you were in order to become the person you want to be. Most people will, will not do that. Most people will stay where they are and think that they can become change without being in a changed place. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your surroundings. Don't be afraid to leave the place that you were in order to become the person you want to be. Most people will, will not do that. Most people will stay where they are and think that they can become change without being in a changed place. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your surroundings. Don't be afraid to leave the place that you were in order to become the person you want to be. Most people will, will not do that. Most people will stay where they are and think that they can become change without being in a changed place. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your surroundings. Don't be afraid to leave the place that you were in order to become the person you want to be. Most people will, will not do that. Most people will stay where they are and think that they can become change without being in a changed place. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your surroundings. Don't be afraid to leave the place that you were in order to become the person you want to be. Most people will, will not do that. Most people will stay where they are and think that they can become change without being in a changed place. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your surroundings. Don't be afraid to leave the place that you were in order to become the person you want to be. Most people will, will not do that. Most people will stay where they are and think that they can become change without being in a changed place. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your surroundings. Don't be afraid to leave the place that you were in order to become the person you want to be. Most people will, will not do that. Most people will stay where they are and think that they can become change without being 
in a changed place. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your surroundings. Don't be afraid to leave the place that you were in order to become the person you want to be. Most people will not do that. Most people will stay where they are and think that they can become change without being in a changed place. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your surroundings. Don't be afraid to leave the place that you were in order to become the person you want to be. Most people will not do that. Most people will stay where they are and think that they can become change without being in a changed place. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your surroundings. Don't be afraid to leave the place that you were in order to become the person you want to be. Most people will not do that. Most people will stay where they are and think that they can become change without being in a changed place. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your surroundings. Don't be afraid to leave the place that you were in order to become the person you want to be. Most people will not do that. Most people will stay where they are and think that they can become change without being in a changed place. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your surroundings. Don't be afraid to leave the place that you were in order to become the person you want to be. Most people will not do that. Most people will stay where they are and think that they can become change without being in a changed place. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your surroundings. Don't be afraid to leave the place that you were in order to become the person you want to be. Most people will not do that. Most people will stay where they are and think that they can become change without being in a changed place. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your surroundings. Don't be afraid to leave the place that you were in order to become the person you want to be. Most people will not do that. Most people will stay where they are and think that they can become change without being in a changed place. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your surroundings. Don't be afraid to leave the place that you were in order to become the person you want to be. Most people will not do that. Most people will stay where they are and think that they can become change without being in a changed place. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your surroundings. Don't be afraid to leave the place that you were in order to become the person you want to be. Most people will not do that. Most people will stay where they are and think that they can become change without being in a changed place. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your surroundings. Don't be afraid to leave the place that you were in order to become the person you want to be. Most people will not do that. Most people will stay where they are and think that they can become change without being in a changed place. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your surroundings. Don't be afraid to leave the place that you were in order to 
become the person you want to be. Most people will, will not do that. Most people will stay where they are and think that they can become change without being in a changed place. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your surroundings. Don't be afraid to leave the place that you were in order to become the person you want to be. Most people will, will not do that. Most people will stay where they are and think that they can become change without being in a changed place. I think if you want to change, the easiest thing to change is your scenery. So if you actually want to make a change, what you should do is change your